0: What on everybody welcome to the dissect that film podcast where we dissect your favorite films film franchises and soon-to-be tv i am one of your hosts brett parker down there somewhere is dna gaming consisting of dan and angela and returning for That's for weird. some episodes well for the <laughs> foreseeable future is my brother from the same mother adam parker you guys hear, you guys hear a bus <laughs> No, I'm just giving him. He's my brother. I can do that. Oh, I understand. (laughs) Today, we are reviewing our second film of Spooktober, Beetlejuice, Angela's movie of the month. This movie was released March 30th, 1988, with a budget of $15 million, which was quite a lot of money for a, a movie like this back in 1988, but it grossed over... 70 million dollars at the box office so it was somewhat of, of a success I don't know if you would consider this an indie movie because I believe this was only Tim Burton's second theatrical film after Pee Wee's Big Adventure Uh Ooh. and then of course with the success of Beetlejuice he would go on to direct Batman in 1989 and Batman Returns in 1992 plus a bunch of other movies Edward Scissorhands uh, Ed Wood Sleepy Hollow, which is a movie I'd want to review on this show because that movie is so good and it's a hidden gem for Tim Burton Yes, and it's got one of my favorite actors of all time. You don't like Tim Burton?
1: I'm not a big Tim Burton fan,
0: but I like Sleepy Hollow. His later stuff is is where I start to get lost, where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of getting over this, but he is directing the Netflix show Wednesday, which is about an Mm. uh, adult... Wednesday Adams which is supposed to be coming out sometime soon I don't know the exact release date on that (laughs) but I'm very excited about that Um, I've always been a big fan of Tim Burton to be honest I think his movies are so wacky Uh, I mean he I mean come on he he created he created Nightmare Before Christmas is one of the greatest movies in my opinion of all time Angela can attest to that it's a fantastic movie. Uh, It wasn't directed Um, by him, but it was from his mind. But today, we're not going to talk about any of those films. Today, we are talking about Beetlejuice. Like I said, released in 1988. This was, I believe, Tim Burton's second theatrical film. Uh, It stars a very young Alec Baldwin. Man, every time I see, every time I watch this movie, I am like, Alec Baldwin. Wow, how have you changed over the years? Same with Gina Davis. Uh, Gina Davis, who is also in this, but the man, the myth, the legend himself, the one that who stole the show even though he was only in this movie for 14 and a half minutes is uh, the man who plays the titular character, Beetlejuice, Michael Keaton, which his next role would be Batman. Bruce, like, what a weird <laughs> thing. Literally, like, to be honest, this is one of my favorite Michael Keaton roles, Beetlejuice, not Batman. I think he's a good Batman, but I think he plays Beetlejuice. He, he's so, it's so natural for him. Like I feel like this role is just—he took it and ran, and he ad-libbed ninety percent of his lines, which is just insane. Very talented actor. I had no idea. Love him uh, and everything that he does, except for the movie that we talked about before. uh, Before we uh, hit record on this episode, which is the movie White Noise. We're not going to go any further on that, but. That's not a very good movie. <laughs> uh, also, this movie stars Catherine O'Hara, who I'm a huge fan of. She uh, did the voice of Sally in A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, she has done many other works throughout her career. But she, uh, for people of this time, you know, she is most famous for playing and uh, being in Schitt's Creek, which is um, a show that just ended last year. She is fantastic. And there's another person in this movie, uh, the father. I don't really want to talk about him much because he's a piece of shit. And uh, Winona Ryder uh, is also in this movie and she's a Tim Burton favorite, especially in his early works. He was it. She was in Edward Scissorhands. She was in Heather's, which is not a Tim Burton movie, but I'm just naming some of the movies she's been in. And also for people, like I said, who watch, you know, Modern TV. She's in Stranger Things, which is one of the most popular TV shows ever right now. So, so many good people in this movie, except for one. No,
2: you haven't watched it
0: because he's a dirtbag. Well, I mean, he, I, no, I mean, like, legitimately, he totally looks like one. Yeah, I mean, don't get like me wrong. The, he does I think his performance is good in this movie, but I don't want to get into any other things about him because that's fair. So, yeah, like we always do on this show. We're going to go around and talk about what we thought of this movie. I've seen this movie a lot. I know pretty much probably everybody here has seen this movie a lot, but let's go around and talk about what we thought. We're going to start with Angela because this is her movie, so she gets to yeah. start off the, I mean, the conversation. My movie. Exactly. What is
2: there not to like about it?
0: <laughs> is, is that it? Is that all you got? That <laughs> no,
2: it I mean, I'm dressed as Beetlejuice. Yes.
0: See, we told you we told you last week that we had a surprise in store for you, you guys. You can't and really
2: tell.
0: Alicia, she tried her best. She was going to go a little bit more. But, you know, it, it, thanks, Amazon or whoever was shipping your stuff. How dare I? Yeah, I, I got, a,
2: I got a, a shipping notification today. It says your, your costume is on its way. I'm like, yeah, it was supposed to be on its way last week.
1: <laughs> it's okay keep going How about your movie oh keep going about your movie.
2: i love it i love it i can quote like 75 percent of it just because my brain has gotten older no it's <laughs> kind of like me it's just kind of fading <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. i
2: don't remember everything no i love it dan watch it over and over,
1: and over. I'm, I'm gonna be the odd I, man I out you like i said like last it. week you no know. no i didn't say i didn't like it i'm not the biggest fan of this movie it's okay but I'm not a big Tim Burton guy. Like, like I get what it is like dark vision stuff or whatever, but I just,
2: me mm-hmm. because I have,
1: I understand in this five, I just don't, I don't know. I'm not like a big, I'm not big on this stuff. It was okay. Like Michael Keat was the best part of this movie. And even then, sometimes he was just like, so over the fucking top. I was like, seriously, yes. dude,
0: but I, I think but that's I mean, that's the point of this character. I think uh, he that yeah, is what he's meant to be.
1: Love it. Excuse me. I like the concepts they deal with. Like, at, like what the theme of the movie is essentially. mm mm-hmm dead people a lot living people that's neat but like as far as the film as it goes i could take it or leave it
3: adam oh i I like this movie i mean it's definitely the goofy weird vibes i got that i remember when i was growing up i guess the only thing i had which you brought up was watching it this time around i did not notice how much he's really not in this movie i mean the main the name of the movie he's he's not in it much so that was kind of I caught on to that more this time around.
0: I love this movie. Every time I watch it, it, makes me laugh out loud. I love all the quirky. I mean, it's a Tim Burton movie. It's just it's a quirky movie. It's every all the characters are a little bit over over the top. It, Michael Keaton just steals the show, even though he's not in this movie for very you know for very long. Every time he's on the screen, he steals the scene. Uh, and and the fact that he ad-libs ninety ninety percent of his lines like that is just insane. And also watching this movie as an adult you just realize that beetlejuice is just he's a disgusting oh yeah <laughs> i mean i guess i guess if you're,
3: i guess if you're only in the movie for 15 minutes you have a lot of extra time to figure out yeah. what you're gonna say yeah
0: yeah but he's true. he's a disgusting disgusting per, like entity like <laughs> anytime he is like just the whole interaction he has with adam and barbara when they first meet and he is just trying to like touch her inappropriately. And he's like just saying like very sexist stuff. And even the scene at the end when he's like groping the magician's assistant there with just yeah, the legs yeah. and he just, he's disgusting. And it's so funny because people are just like, Beetlejuice is great. He's like, no, he's a Pete. He's, he sucks. Like he really yeah. does. In reality, he's a, he's a terrible person, even though he's not really a person, he's a ghost. I think there's so much more that i would love to see from from this character too i would love to to know more but i feel like there's it's not necessary though like i you want it but you don't at the same time this is michael keaton's favorite film of his he oh, loves really? this character and well there's been talks about another beetlejuice movie for years and he's always been on board but they just can't figure out the the right script um there originally was a script for a beetlejuice 2 which was called beetlejuice takes Hawaii or Beetle just does Hawaii and they had everything in the works it sounds terrible it sounds awful I don't even know what the hell this movie was about but I guess it got scrapped because Tim Burton was uh, hired to do the Batman the first two um, Batman movies Batman 89 and then Batman Returns so it's scrapped and then for years and years and years it has always been thrown around that oh there's a you two script floating around somewhere. Tim, like, I don't know. I think it's mostly that Tim Burton doesn't want to do it because this is one of those, I've, in my opinion, and a lot of people who are fans of this movie, they're like, just, there are so many people that want a sequel, but just, I feel like, just leave it alone. Just leave it be. Don't, we don't need it.
1: Does <laughs> It just feels like the kind of movie that if they did another one, like, what would you do to make it different that wouldn't feel like just doing the same shit all over again?
0: Exactly. Just leave it. Just leave yes. things be, and I think, and to be honest, I'm I'm happy with it. Uh, Michael Keaton is 70 years old now, uh, but he could still be Beetlejuice. Like he, I feel like he could still go in there. I mean, he's still a, a spectacular actor in everything oh, yeah. he does, and I think he could go right back into it and do it all over again. But yeah, just leave it alone. This is this is good the way it is, and it's been what 1988. So what's that like, 33 years, 34 years? We don't I. I feel like most of the time, when you make a sequel after that many years, uh, it's probably not going to work out well. Um, Just look at Mm -hmm. just look at Independence Day. Okay, Independence Day got a sequel like twenty years later, and that was a pile of dog shit. So just leave it alone. So when Tim Burton filmed the Deo scene, so the table, the dinner scene with the the Deo song, you know, he he filmed it, but he didn't think it was going to work. He didn't think it was going to be very funny. He himself didn't think it was very funny. But test audiences loved it, and so it ended up staying in the film. There was so many casting th- like people like being thrown around, especially for Lydia, uh, Heather Lang- uh, Heather Langenkamp, who plays Nancy in the Nightmare Before or Nightmare Before Christmas, a Nightmare on Elm Street, the original. Okay. Uh, okay, she was brought in to play Lydia, and she didn't want to play a goth girl, so she decided not to do it.
1: Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: so the actor who played otho uh, he passed away in 2010 and the last song that was played at his service was that Uh, song from the dinners from the dinner scene yeah angela i'm gonna ask you this trivia question since you are a big nightmare before christmas fan who what character in a nightmare before christmas does he do a voice of
2: does he do the mayor
0: glenn shaddock's he is. He is the mayor. Hey, good, good job, man. That's it,
2: my second, my second favorite character
0: in the movie. Yeah, he. Yeah, and it's so weird though because watching this movie and then like you know the million times I've seen Nightmare Before Christmas, it, it, it sounds so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. completely different. Where <laughs> it just threw me that. off when I read that one time, and I was like, really? But it's Tim Burton bringing in. You know, that's what he does. Like I said, Catherine O'Hara is the voice of Sally. And Danny Elfman, who is the composer for pretty much every single Tim Burton movie, composed this movie, of course, as I mean, you can tell just from the opening sequence. Mm, but he yeah. does the singing voice of Jack Skellington in A Night yep. Before Christmas.
2: Yeah, he does. I
0: feel like we're gonna be talking about Night Before Christmas on this, so we're gonna just that's that's the end of Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Quick, go! Go! Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk, we talk, I mean, yeah. talk about that movie. Yeah. We're gonna talk about that movie at some point on the show. So. In Nightmare Before Christmas, so <laughs> we have
2: to do it at some
1: point. Christmas, Christmas. Ironically. Yeah.
0: That's the great thing about Night Before Christmas. It's a it's, it's a it's, it's a hope. Halloween and a this movie. It's great. It's
1: like a it's like a
0: three-month film. You can, mm. October, November, December.
1: Every day. You can watch it every day. So she
0: Tim, does. So Tim Burton. So Tim Burton was a uh, executive <laughs> producer for the movie Coraline. If you've ever seen Ooh. the movie Coraline, which is a stop motion movie that came out in two thousand eleven or maybe a little oh, earlier. It's a great movie. Uh, it's re- it's kind of creepy for a oh, kids' movie. There is a doll that Coraline has it's Lydia from Beetlejuice. Like her doll is a, Oh, it's supposed to be Lydia from Beetlejuice. Yeah.
2: It's been, it's been a while since I've watched that movie
0: too. So Beetlejuice throughout the movie is spelled differently on everything. So on his tombstone (laughs) and his cards and all of that, it's BeetleGeist, which so Beetlejuice is, I think just how he perceives it to be pronounced or that's just how it's pronounced in another language or like in English okay. compared to what it is. But he's, so he's named after a red star in the constellation of Orion. That's what Geist is. Oh, yeah.
1: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. So did you know that the Deo song was also called the banana boat song?
1: I think yeah. I think when you look it up, it
3: says Deo, and then in front it says Bonaparte song. So
0: Harry Belafonte was literally the guy who like that's all they listened to in this movie. It's either you hear Danny Elfman's score or you hear a Harry Belafonte song, <laughs> like yeah, throughout yeah. this I know entire it's, it's a lot movie. of that. But th- throughout the whole thing, pretty much. Yeah. Weird fact that I found: this was the first movie that Netflix sent out when it became a company. Like, this was the first movie you could get in the mail from Netflix.
1: All right, guys, you have one choice. It's Beetlejuice. That's it. It was like the we first one they made. Mail.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I remember getting
1: some of those before they went to a streaming service. We got some oh, DVDs yeah, we, and stuff yeah. through. I think I still have some that I never returned. Yeah. <laughs> we are going to take it out of your ass in 20 yeah. years.
3: Like, <laughs> Remember back in 2011? They got shit, Blade, Blade One and Blade Two. Man,
0: what? Yeah, one of those, dude. The man Netflix back in the day when you got the DVDs in the mail before they had the streaming service was just man. I kind I kind of miss it. Like it was such a a great part of of my life. Just being like, ooh, what movie are we get now? And then you go on like their website and you create your cues and stuff. I <laughs> yeah. love that. I when you get
3: one and it doesn't work. So it's so damn scratched. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> you're like, oh boy, the mail's
1: here, and you go out there and you're, like waiting for. Iron Man and you get like Teletubbies live. I'm actually more excited about Teletubbies.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. So according to IMDb, Seth Graham Smith, who wrote Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, and he also wrote the book uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Yeah, we've seen that. Which the book is fantastic. The movie is okay. Read the book. Seriously. The book is awesome.
2: I have both of them.
0: Uh, he did a big screen re- He's worked with Tim Burton a lot with like screen uh, with script rewrites and stuff like that. He did it for dark shadows, which is one of Tim Burton's weaker movies, uh, which is one of his movies that came only came out like t- five, 10 years ago. Uh, yeah, supposedly I he's working on a Beetlejuice sequel, really nothing announced, really nothing too in depth about it, but it still states that is assumed that the script he's developing is not set in Hawaii like Tim Burton wanted. So that's good. We're not getting that like Beetlejuice takes, takes Hawaii like we... Ugh, Beetlejuice God. does Hawaii
2: would be... Or does
0: habits. Hawaii. Yeah, whatever whatever it was.
3: Beetlejuice some nice weather.
1: <laughs> well, now it just takes place in Alaska. Like, okay. <laughs> all,
0: right, Dan, all right, Dan. You're a car guy. All right, let's hear it. What kind of car did the Maitlands drive?
1: I don't know specifically the individual build code, but it is a Volvo wagon. I'm going to say it's like a 200, 240 wagon.
0: All right, what's the year?
1: Shit. Um... Damn, the Volvos. They, made, they ran that body for like 15 years.
0: They really did. Uh, they did. It was a long
1: time on that body. I'm going to ballpark and say 76.
0: Ooh, you were a year off. 77. Ah, close. So close. Ah. It's a bitchy
1: nasty yellow wagon, though. Mm-hmm. It was safe. Not safe enough, but it was safe.
2: Uh, apparently.
1: They drowned in a puddle. Uh, Volvos are allegedly one of the safest automobiles, so I don't know what you could take from that. Um I mean, they had, very well.
2: They had no choice but to, to sink. The dog let him down.
0: That bastard. I mean, I thought it was funny. My wife has seen Beetlejuice a lot uh, throughout you know her life, and she did not know until yesterday how they died. She's like, "Do you see them die?" And I was like, y- "Yeah, yeah, yeah." How do they die? Wh- what?
2: <laughs> I mean, they come back in the but, house. Hey, soaked. whatever. So
0: <laughs> it's all good. I I, well, just man, I anytime she questions anything, I just blame it on her pregnancy. She's she's <laughs> she's so she's so far into it, it's like her pregnancy brain just goes places. So like, it's okay,
2: me. That, 60% that me.
0: of
1: your CPU is processing building a baby, you know, yes. yes. potential. Uh I've actually only seen this movie like twice. Really? Yeah, like a lot of my Beetlejuice like experience was watching the cartoon on Nickelodeon.
2: D, I I watched that, that too. It. But this was
1: Yeah, I've seen it like two times. You're fired. I don't feel like I missed anything, but carry on.
2: (laughs) You're fired.
0: Beetlejuice says, I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Gina Davis, who plays Barbara (coughs) Maitland, uh, later starred as Angela Rance, the adult Reagan McNeil in the television adaptation of The Exorcist.
2: I didn't know there was a television adaptation.
0: And it's actually a pretty good show. It got canceled, but it did two seasons. Uh, but fun, another funny thing that has to do with The Exorcist is that Linda Blair auditioned for the role of Barbara, really? who, who was the original Reagan McNeil in The Exorcist.
2: Yeah, that's cool.
0: Dudley Moore was considered for the role of Beetlejuice. That would have been interesting. You know who Dudley Moore is? Sounds familiar. a fa- famous British actor from the 80s. He was... In, or, like, oh, wait, is Dudley Moore British? Yeah, I think he's British. Uh, he was in Arthur. Man, yeah, you, gotta, you gotta ask me these questions now. All I know I'll is he was a famous in comedian Jonathan. in the 80s. <laughs>
2: Keep
0: talking. Right uh, this would be uh Gina Davis and Jeffrey Jones appear again in Stuart Little. So Jeffrey Jones plays uh um, Charles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what did
2: Victor say when he first saw the mom?
1: It, it's Macaulay Culkin's mom. Yeah. yeah, it's, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> I forgot what what he exactly said. He's like he said something like, Come get your come get your son or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like
1: Kevin come, get
2: yeah, Kevin, come get your mom.
1: I yeah, Kevin, come get your mom. Yeah, I know who Moore Morris now that you mentioned that.
0: All right. Are we ready for the plot or my version of the plot with you guys sprinkling things in? I was 25 minutes into this movie before I started taking notes. I was like, oh boy. Whoops. Oh, that's how much I love this movie. I was just so invested that I completely forgot to take notes. So the movie opens up with our with a great like sky shot which you originally think is, is actually a sky shot from outside, but it's actually a model. And we have Danny Elfman's wonderful score playing uh, as we kind of get closer to the, the buildings and the trees and the model. And I love the theme song for this movie. Danny Elfman, perfect for these quirky movies. As we get the title card and we zoom in on the, the model version of the Maitland's House We meet the Maitlands themselves, Adam and Barbara, played by Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis. They're a couple that just wants to enjoy a nice staycation. Adam owns the hardware store in town, which, to be honest, I did not realize that he owned that hardware store for the longest time when I saw this movie. I was like,
2: like, (laughs) he just goes in there and (laughs) buys stuff and there's nobody there. I'm like. He
0: owns it. Does he just steal stuff? Like yeah, the hell. We notice that Adam is a model builder. He's building a model of the town, which is where is this? So I figured this is Connecticut, but what's the town called? Yes, it's in Connecticut. It's a small town in Connecticut. That's all. That's all I get. We also meet the pesky Jane Butterfield, who is the worst character in this movie. I can't stand her, but that's the point. She's annoying. And she's mm-hmm. just she, so she's like the local real estate agent slash interior designer slash whatever else, whatever other job she has. Yeah. She's just trying she's trying to get the Maitland's to sell their house because it's a big house and it's just the two of them. And there's some jabs about how like they haven't had kids yet. Um, they don't she doesn't say it, but it's kind of implied um, and you kind of get some, especially adults who watch this movie kind of get a feeling that they've tried. It hasn't worked out. Adam and Barbara are, uh, so Barbara gets Adam a brush to, um, because he's redoing some furniture, right? Like he's doing, uh, a, yeah. a couple things for the house. And so uh, he's got to go. town
2: a uh, winter river Can Winter
0: river. It? So they need to go to town. They need to get some stuff from the hardware store that Adam owns. They go down there. It's so funny because they go over. So the bridge is really cool. I love the covered bridge, but it's so funny how close they live to town. It's like, I would just walk. Yeah, like you right? could Literally just walk to town. They're just like, let's get in the car. Let's go. We got to go on a drive. I love how they get to. There's a guy on the side of the road and he, uh, they have to stop to say hello. <laughs> there's no one there. No one lives in this they, town. But if they walk, yeah. they never would have died. It, it, that's true. That's, that's very true. Then the movie just wouldn't have happened. it would be like, well, that's it. That was a good short. They get to the hardware store. You got the, the guy who owns the barbershop who's just sitting out there talking to himself. Well, he starts a conversation with Adam, but Adam goes into the hardware store and he just continues talking. Adam grabs a couple things from the store. He leaves. They go back to town or they go back home and they're going over the bridge and there's a dog in the road. No, no, not hit the dog. They swerve to avoid the dog and they crash through the side of the covered bridge. And this is where you get the great scene where the, the, the car's teeter-tottering and the dog's just like, on like balancing himself on the the, yeah. the plank and then he just walks off and then
3: oh!
0: <laughs> and the car crashes into the water and this yeah, is where my- <laughs>
2: like this is not how this would happen He's like, yeah this is not how it works
0: <laughs> <laughs> and my son's like why did they just open the door Exactly. I was like fell into a puddle. I was like, yep, they yeah, they they home. literally could have, they, yeah. They, but like we just talked about with them walking, we wouldn't have a movie if this didn't happen. So they wander home, and they're all wet, and they're all you know, and and then things They don't, weird. They don't
3: wander home; they just appear. Home.
0: Yeah, they just appear home. Well, they walk through the front door. So like you're just yeah. kind of for when I'm recapping, I'm recapping like someone who's. I'm someone who's never seen this movie before. So yeah, like that's the mindset we got to be in. So like they wander home, they walk through the door, they're soaking wet. They're kind of, they're just kind of figuring out what the hell just happened.
2: Yeah. Cause they don't remember coming home.
0: Right. They don't remember actually getting there. They just walked through the door. My message, and, it's okay. and things are just, things are weird. The fire's, the fire's lit in the living room, but they never lit it. Uh, they go to the fire to warm up because, of course, they're soaking wet from the river, and they put their hands out to warm themselves. And two of Barbara's fingers set on fire. I love that. Uh, it was a practical effect, of course. It was a wax. They pretty much dipped. They had like a, a. They dipped her hand in wax, like a thick layer of wax, and then they lit those two things. But it was so thick that it didn't actually cause any, you know, any harm to Gina Davis, which I thought was fantastic adam tries to walk out because he's like i don't even remember getting here and then he tries to walk out the front door and he falls into the desert into this vast wasteland of nothing and we see this do we see the sandworm yes in the sea just a little, a little bit of it yeah like it's fire. like a barely anything and then he gets pulled back in but and she's like you've been gone for two hours He's like I, I just left like i just i feel like i was there for five seconds no, he was there for two hours. So it's nighttime now. And they're just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. They have they while Adam was gone, Barbara figures out, hey, we don't come over to the mirror. We don't have a reflection. So they look the it, so He's got the horse, but they do, it's just the horse floating there. That's cool.
1: I thought it was a good that was a good effect. Yeah, I thought they did a good job with that.
0: And then they turn or then they show the, the handbook, the handbook for the rele- the recently deceased. And I love how he's like recently deceased. diseased. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> That's great.
1: <laughs> and, uh, Wait
0: a and so now, now they're trying to figure things out. Adam's reading the handbook and he's like, this reads like stereo instructions. This is it. like the way that things are worded is so confusing. Adam and Barbara are trying to figure out what to do now that they are dead, now that they pretty much figured out that they are dead. We meet our titular character. We don't see his face, but we see him sitting, reading through a newspaper. He's talking about how the sandworm like encounters are up by like seventeen <laughs> percent, and he's like, "Alright, got to go to the business section." And it's the obituary, and he looks through and he sees, "Ooh, the Maitlands. They look stupid." <laughs> yeah i never knew he said that until i watched it last night and the subtitle said that i was like i never knew he actually says that
1: by the way heads thanks for the heads up on on subtitles we actually utilized that (gasps)
2: it was great we we definitely did for the other movie
0: (laughs) thank you by the way for that (laughs) every every movie now that i watch i have to have subtitles on it it just ha- you pick up so many things because there's certain things like people say that are so low. You're like what? And th- but the subtitle will tell you. Because I greater. caught
2: I caught something from the other movie, and I was like, I didn't hear anything.
0: Or well, I'm like, but like oh, there what was a subtitle that says, "What other movie do you speak of?" Wait, this that's that's not till next no. week. No, I'm just. Listen, people, we have to record multiple episodes a week, okay? We all have lives and jobs. He makes us. It's bullshit. He makes us. We're being (laughs) oppressed.
2: But it's like I never thought about using subtitles because I have have a pretty good ear. Mm -hmm. But it's like certain things get said so low and you're like, I didn't hear that.
1: That got got brought up in another movie we covered recently. You're like, oh, he said this. I was like, I didn't know he said that. Oh, Oh, Jurassic Park 3 the river site B. like he never yeah maybe a hundred times and like yeah. i didn't know i can think of, i used to watch a show that was
3: uh like a crime show that was in a different language so i started that was my first time ever using subtitles and then i just couldn't stop afterwards even. yeah if it's
2: in another language definitely or if it's um, a different dialect like like any kind of like british shows or they speak english but they have that Accent? They have that accent that you're just like, oh, what are they saying?
1: If I ever subtitled a British show for like for English audiences, if you turn on the British subtitles, everything would be spelled in British English just to be a smart ass. That's what I would do.
0: <laughs> so we then meet the Dietzes. They bought the house, and they are an interesting family. So this was when Butterfield there, what's her name, the real estate agent? Jane? Yeah, yeah. When she goes to the house originally before the Maitlands die... When she's telling them about there's a there's a a family in New York or a guy in New York who really wants to buy the house. We figure out this is the guy who wants to buy the house. So we meet the Dietzes Delia Dietz, who's a wacky artist played by Kath Catherine O'Hara, Charles, a bird watching normal guy. I don't. What is he, an architect? I think he's real estate, isn't he? Real estate. I don't know. I never could figure it out in all the times that I've watched this movie and their daughter, Lydia, played by Wynona Ryder. A gothy, shadowy young girl who can see what others can't. We also meet Otho, who just starts climbing through the window randomly. <laughs> so why? <laughs> like, because, be- well, character. it says going through the front door is bad luck. Otho, why not just come in the front? Bad luck. So he is played by Glenn Shaddix, as we stated uh, before, who passed away in 2010. So uh, RIP. I he's another wacky guy. He's a, he's, was he an internal designer? Slash Uh, interior designer. Yeah, anything his mind comes to—that's what he is. He's an expert in pretty much anything. He he reads one book. He's an expert in that thing. That's the kind of guy. And Adam and Barbara are not happy, so they need to try to figure out how to get this family out of there. They try to scare them with different tactics. Like I love. She's like the these effects are great. I love them. The oh yeah. She's hanging in the in the closet, and they just kind of and Otho just. Moves her aside, <laughs> and then they walk into uh, Charles's office, and it's and it's her holding Adam's head, and and. and go ahead.
2: Cause, well, they make mention earlier that rule number two is uh, the living can't see them.
0: this yeah. is after
1: the word. This is afterwards because they try.
2: Because they call out to Jane. Yeah,
1: because Jane right, shows up for their she funeral. Can't. Yeah. She
2: can't hear him
1: No, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. I forgot about scene.
2: So they haven't quite figured out how to.
1: I also realized this was the point in time that this was when the um, rating system haven't been it hasn't been amended properly, and there was no PG thirteen. Yeah, this is not they a they PG s- film.
2: They said a lot, <laughs> not remotely. F uh, words. Yeah.
0: Was there a lot? I thought there was only one. Was it? I thought Beetlejuice. But he was says F words one time. Yeah.
2: but they say uh, they say other stuff they, too. They
1: do, but the oh, I mean, movie yeah, this to, it, to be thing, a PG yeah. film.
0: I thought that for some reason, when did the when did the first PG-13 movie come out? I thought the Indiana Jones, I thought it was after Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. That's when the MPAA came out with PG-13 because Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom was PG. But because there was a lot of blood and stuff, they were like, yeah, we got to change that. Which that came out in 1984 and this came out in 88. Eighty-eight seems far, like I feel like it just did something wrong but here. That's what I'm, they must have rated it way wrong. They must have rated really, it really, I, I'll, really, I'll have really, to look really. at look that up. But I,
2: I, I mean, there's there's a lot of blood. A lot of oh yeah.
0: There's I a mean, lot of questionable things. I mean, you got to think like when they go to whatever the air the the places were the the dead. I don't, what what do they do that? Does this place have a name? Like where they go to the offices when they go see Juno?
2: I don't think Which, there is a name uh, the, it's I, just, I called it the uh, dead
0: DMV like <laughs> it, it, sorry. that's pretty yeah.
2: much it, it, what it is yeah. cause it's all like if you need help do this yeah. I don't think there was ever a
0: so this is so they, is this the one where they eat dinner they're having dinner and they're having Cantonese or something and that's when yeah, uh, is cool. like making a big deal about it and, wait, mm, wait. and we have Cantonese around here like yeah. okay Thank and, you. and then the next morning is move day, where they're like remodeling the house with some weird design. The production designer on this movie, uh, Bo Welsh, uh, later married Kathleen O'Hara. It's her now husband. Ellie. interesting.
1: Yeah. You just never know. Yeah.
0: So yeah, so they're remodeling the house. They're bringing in all of Delia's wonderful artwork. I love. I- and <laughs> she's like, "There's three sculptures. Where's the four? She looks up. It's on a crane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then For it tra- and then it traps her. <laughs> I don't want to die for my own
2: art. My favorite one, though, was the first one that they brought in. Oh, oh the guy just like, throws it like down? Trying to, yeah, yeah, she's like, put it on the table, and he just throws, throws it, it, and she's all, like, trying to fix it. And I'm like, eh, it doesn't make it look any better.
0: <laughs> oh, man. And that's when Charles is in there. He's trying to make a coffee and trying to just have a relaxing morning, and then the the one hanging on the crane just crashes through the window. And Barbara is just over it. She gets pissed. So she tries to leave the house and she falls into the desert. Uh, and that's when the sandworm, we see the full face of the sandworm, how it's the, the snake within a snake. It's kind of like an alien, yep. um, like a xenomorph with a mouth in a mouth. Yep. And and she slaps it and it like whines, like, whimpers. Hey,
2: yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. What's the...
3: I think I made that same thing out of Play-Doh when I was younger. That's dope.
2: She gets mad before, before the mom, uh, before the moving crew gets there.
3: Okay.
0: Uh,
2: she gets mad before they start eating dinner.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, so so all that happens. They move. The move day happens, and they're...
2: I love her. I love her little like. I don't know. It looks like a dinosaur bone to me, like some kind of dinosaur, like rib cage or whatever. And it traps her it in the traps house. traps her. It's
0: like, I can't, I it's can't, can't die, die for my life. Why are you doing this to me? This is my arm and it is dangerous. You think I want to die like this? Jane gives Lydia uh, a skeleton key that can open up all the doors in the house. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jane. Now you can leave. She's the worst character in this movie. She doesn't show up again after this, right? I don't no, think so. no, no,
2: that's it. Thank goodness. Uh,
0: before you
2: need to get a bigger house for family
0: yeah before all of this otho when otho first shows up he's walking through the house with delia and he's like spraying different things and and that you know discover it like that's when barbara and adam are trying to scare them and they don't see him and they try to get to the attic and they can't get in the attic because Adam ran his headless, his headless corpse runs up and locks the the attic door so they can't get in there. So they get the skeleton. So Lydia gets the skeleton key and so she's like, well, I'm going to go up to the attic because she's outside taking pictures and she looks up and she sees Adam and Barbara standing in the window and then she looks away and looks back up again and they're gone. So she goes up there to try to open it. Uh, Adam and Barbara just hanging out in the attic and they're like, oh no, can't let him in. So they hold the door back and actually like they, I mean, I feel like they're like, are they try They're not doing a very good job trying to hide that they're there. No, not at all. So, because they literally like she puts the key in and then they, Adam pushes it out with the sewing needle or whatever the thing was he had in his hand. And so that's when Adam decides that they're, they need to go see whoever they need to go to the, the rmv of the dead as i'm gonna call it in this movie because they see the
2: beetlejuice commercial first
0: oh right bioexorcist
3: then he reads in the book that he can just draw the door and she thinks he's crazy
0: yeah yeah we see our we see the beetle we see our first beetlejuice commercial well the only beetlejuice commercial in the movie um, and they kind of contemplate whether or not they want to summon him, but they're like, yeah, we'll, we'll hold off. We're going to go see, we're going to go to the arm via the dead, talk to somebody, somebody hopefully can help. They make the door and they go in a lot of cool looking effects for the dead. I love all the different dead people waiting. Like the dude who's got the chicken bone in his throat. Yes. <laughs> the guy who's smoking. Hey, you want to smoke? You
3: want a cigarette?
0: And it's just like, yeah, I like He's, that all, he's all
1: on fire. The I'm good. no, I'm trying to cut back too. Like, yeah, does what? it
0: matter
2: at this point? Does it matter?
0: Yeah, the secretary is. uh What happened to her? Like, does it?
2: She slid her wrist.
0: Right. Okay. She shows her wrist. I thought says, it had to something uh, to do with her green skin.
2: Because she says, if if she. Would have known, if... known then what she knew now, she wouldn't have had her little accident and she shows her wrists. But she's yes. she slid them the, they show them the wrong way. But
0: you yeah. know whatever. The point. Besides we, s- the point. we see uh We what were the other what were the other dead people waiting in the waiting there room? There was like
3: the uh, hunter the hunter guy that blew his head off and he's got the, the, the shrunken tiny,
0: head tiny head. Oh yeah. I think we the and the guy we see him shark? Again later. Oh yeah, he's got the shark like on his leg. That's great. I loved all the the dead people waiting in this. Wasn't there episode.
1: somebody that was like, like a like somebody that was like in their
0: sleeping bag and like a rattlesnake got into it? Yes. Yes. Like and rattles, this, like we, yeah. And the rattles like hanging out of the sleeping bag. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. yeah, so they get a ticket. It's like like I said, it's the RMV. They get a ticket when they're going to be in line, and then they come in. They are like, You need your handbook, and of course, they forget their handbook, and everybody's like <laughs> amateurs.
1: Super good their handbook. Yeah.
0: And the guy who's, who calls him is a dude who got ran over by a big truck because he's just perfectly <laughs> flat. And oh, when they're man. going along, they're walking along him and he's like, how do I look? I can't see back there.
1: There's no mirrors on this side. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. I'm, I
0: don't feel kind of flat. <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he just like and then he just strings away into the little, <laughs> that little slit in the yeah. wall. <laughs> so good.
1: I, thought,
3: I caught it this time. I thought it was pretty messed up with our after he goes in the wall and then there's just the guy that's just, just hanging by the noose and he's yeah. just throwing papers see even something
0: like that <laughs> yeah. where it's, it's meant to be comical because they're in a place full of dead people I'm surprised that this movie still has a PG rating because of just like that could have made it P- that could have made it R like I, I it, this movie I mean, is in like, a weird this, position the slit
1: wrists and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this movie never would have flown today This no. was R rated it never would have happened
0: so they, they then they go into this weird like wonky hallway where they see there's a bunch of doors and they see like the the, the lost souls or the exorcised souls. That's the lost souls room, a room for ghosts that have been exorcised.
2: Yes, the lost um, souls room.
0: Yeah, they you know that's the de- that's death for the dead, and we get the the creepy janitor. It's just like yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to mess with that they finally meet juno their caseworker now juno is played
3: did we ever find out how she died
0: uh she slid her or she got her head her she's neck slit
2: cut across her neck oh, okay. like it's like a purple area on her neck
1: so smoke ass- comes out of it yep
2: yeah i'm That's assuming you know. that she's got her neck
0: slit now sylvia sydney is who played juno and she lived to be 88 years old she died in 1999 she is famous she was a famous actress back from like the 20s
1: yeah i remember um, seeing her in some I, I remember look
0: more. i i looked up her imdb yesterday while watching the movie and man she was a pretty lady she was in uh, another tim burton movie uh, called mars attacks yeah uh, which is yes. a weird ass movie uh yes, she played there. grandma florence norris but yeah, she so she pretty much is the caseworker, the dead caseworker for Barbara and Adam. She tells him that they need to get rid of the Dietas themselves and do not, do not summon him. Do not summon Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice used to be her assistant. That's pretty much all you get. He just, he was once her assistant and he went to do his own thing as doesn't a bio-exorcist. Well yes, he doesn't work well with others. And yes, you definitely get to, to see that later. The next scene you see is... Uh, a fly landing on the model and it's Beetlejuice's arms coming out. He's like, hey, come on! Come Come on! Come on! Come on! And he grabs it. He's like, help me! Help me!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I think I think that fly is really obscure thing. I think the fly yelling help me when he grabs it and pulls it in is a reference to the second fly film from the 50s. Because I'm pretty sure there's a scene where in the first one, you know, the original the fly film, like, the dude turns into a giant fly, mm-hmm. but, like, the second one there's, like, this splice thing where he turns into, like, a little fly and gets caught in a spider web and I remember there being a line where he's screaming like, help me, help me, before he gets eaten by a no. spider. Uh, I'm pretty uh, sure it's Another
0: spider. idea we gotta jot down. The original fly and the Jeff Goldblum fly. Right? Brundle fly. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> this nightmares when I close my I love Jeff Goldblum, but that's nightmares. <laughs> hey, actually, isn't that...
1: Isn't the main the actress that plays the Gina main girl? Gina Davis. Yep, Gina Davis Jesus is in it.
0: Yep, she so
1: is. We just wow, we go.
0: crazy.
2: Six degrees of Gavin Bacon. <laughs>
1: yep,
0: I <love> bacon. <laughs> so they go back. They're like, okay, we're we don't need Beetlejuice. We're gonna do this ourselves. So they pretty much just become typical ghosts. They just throw sheets over them, cut the holes in their eyes, and go around and just moan like I love it though because they do. They literally sound like people having sex. Like <laughs> they're in the room trying to trying to scare Delia no. And they're making moaning noises and Lydia is over there like, come on, I'm a child. I don't need to listen to this.
2: Cut it out. Child, for God's
3: sakes. Adam's like, moan louder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Charles is trying to get his business associate to check out the property in Connecticut. And I just love it where after he hangs up with the business associate, the guy on the other, the guy in the city is just like puts. I love that word. Putzes is what I love called people putzes. <laughs> Such a great word.
1: I don't know the origin of that slu- of that term, but I have used it before. It's, too, a, it's
0: a great stuff. it's a great word. Lydia snaps uh, some pics and discovers that Adam and Barbara are trying are not trying to be ghosts. So they are ghosts because she takes the pictures and there's no legs. But it's like, why do you have sheets? Like what are you doing? And they're confused why she can see him. She's like cuz I'm uh, kind of a weird person. I I accept things more than others, and I just she read
2: the book or whatever. Yeah, and she
0: read the book, which helped helped out that whole situation. Lydia tries to conv- uh, tell Delia about Adam and Barbara, but she doesn't believe her because she's so busy. She's got to make a meal for eight people. There's people coming. I need to make food. I can't be listening to your ghost stories. As she shows, as Lydia shows her the pictures of Adam and Barbara.
1: You also find out that that's her stepmom as well. Yes, yes. So for whatever that's worth, I don't know if it has any real meaning at the end of the day.
0: I think they just don't
2: get along very well. Yeah,
0: because Charles can like says don't do that to your mother. And like you try to, you, <clears throat> at first you're like, oh, is she the mother? But then she, she states that she's the stepmother. You're like, okay, whatever. I don't care if it goes anywhere because I feel like the chemistry between the parents and Lydia, like, I feel like she's not the kid, like she's not their kid. She's just there. Like the really, like the, the chemistry just is
2: never right. It's, it, just, yeah, it's they're completely really different there.
0: people. Right. They, so Adam and Barbara are just like, well, I don't know what to do. Let's do it. Let's call Beetlejuice. And how do you summon Beetlejuice? Well, like Candyman, where you look into a mirror and say Candyman five times, you have to say Beetlejuice's name Three times, but before they do that, they have a little conversation with him as he is a little little dude hanging out in the uh, in the cemetery there. Right. And they have the conversation. They ask him, well, you know, well, what do we say? how do we like what do we do? And he can't say his own name, which, again, cannot be is never I feel like you never know why.
1: I think it's a Stiltskin thing. OK, I think it is because I'm pretty sure if he says his own name, if you make him say his own name, something happens to him. Ah, it's something like that. But anyway, that go sense. ahead.
0: That makes sense. So they say his name three times, and then they get shrunk down into the model to meet him. And he's in this like, oh, they, oh, he. Wait, no, the model talk doesn't happen till after because they say his name, and then they get shrunk down. And then they have to dig him out of his grave.
2: Dig
1: him out. Yeah.
0: The, the cemetery talk is later. Sorry. They so they have to dig him out of his grave, which is the model. So it's like the the rubber grass and the yes the what What kind of what is that plaster board what is that The particle board a por- yeah. it's cork board yeah particle board cork board yeah and they get him out and he is a very very perverted person mm-hmm. <laughs> he is just all over barbara he could literally he's like pretty much ignoring adam he's trying to convince them to to get them to help or you know for them to get his help and they're not about it because he keeps like Touching Barbara inappropriately and saying nasty things. And so they both decided, yeah. And they both decide this isn't now this is not what we need. Screw this. So they go they get big again. And he's you know, Beetlejuice is still saying things.
2: He kicks over the tree. Oh, he's like uh,
0: nice fucking model.
3: Nice fucking
2: model.
0: Yeah,
2: Yeah. that's it, yeah. Because he kicks over the tree, and then you see
0: them, you see him picking up the tree and putting it back in. Yep, because that's, uh, yeah, that's the only time we hear, that's the one fuck we get in this movie. We get the, we then get Barbara and Adam trying to scare the family again, and this is where we get the dinner scene, where everybody, where it's Delia, Charles, Lydia, and then these other, or Otho, and then these other people, I, I think it's Delia's agent, his wife, and then some random, very depressed woman. (laughs) Yeah, so they're at the dinner table. They got shrimp cocktails all in front of them. And then, you know, they're talking about different. They're just talking about different ideas and stuff like that. And that's when Delia stands up and she starts dancing. And everybody's like, what the hell is going on? Is there something in your drink? like Charles is looking under the table and all that. And then everybody starts dancing and it's so great. And at the end of the the dance, you get the shrimp cocktails turned into hands, grab their faces and pull them in. And and Adam and Barbara are super excited. They're like, man, they're going to be running out right now. Nope. They're just they're actually excited because of the whole experience. Now they believe that there's something here and they want to profit from it. They want to make this a ghost town tour. They want to make money off of the ghosts but the ghost won't come down. They don't want to talk to these guys because this wasn't the point of this whole thing. So that's when they march upstairs, try to get the ghost to come out and they break down the door and they go into the attic and try to get them to come out. They won't come out. That's when they discover the model. And that's, and then they're like, okay, we got to, let's go back downstairs. And as they're going back downstairs, that's when Beetlejuice shows up and turns into like a Beetle, Beetlejuice rattlesnake. He takes the, the banister of the stairway, turns into a s- rattlesnake with Beetlejuice's head. They, he attacks everybody.
2: And Otho takes the book yeah. as they're leaving. Yes, as, he,
0: yeah, as they're leaving the attic, Otho steals the handbook, and Beetlejuice is pissed because Barbara comes out and says Beetlejuice. And which, when he's active, if you say his name again, it kind of like summons him back to wherever mm-hmm. he is stationed until somebody summons him again which is so weird so was he active because of the fact that barbara called him originally and they never did anything
2: i'm assuming that she called him afterwards Hmm. because they meet up again but i don't you never hear her say that but then he because he grabs the dad and drops him and lydia gets mad and that's why uh that's when barbara says his name three times because she's kind of gotten feelings for the daughter Mm, where she can't have kids.
0: Yep. So yeah, so I love the practical effects on the Beetlejuice snake. Yeah, I love the head with the snack with the, he's got the fangs and the rattlesnake tail. Uh, He, he, he freaking hits Otho down the stairs. What is, Oh, uh, he doesn't do anything to deal. She just runs away. Right. She like goes into one of the rooms and then she, and then it grabs Charles and hangs him over, like on the second floor and drops him up. He's upside down, so he drops him on his head. He's fine. <laughs> he's okay.
2: He's perfectly fine.
3: I know. I just, yeah, I, it just off. The, the next scene they're like, "Oh, well, no one was hurt." I'm like, yeah. "How? Yeah. <laughs> not dead or paralyzed?"
0: Okay. Uh, so Beetlejuice is pissed because Barbara said his name. He goes back to the thing, and this is where we get him going crazy, um, calling them losers and all that stuff, yeah. and and he's saying a bunch of nasty things about Barbara. And that's when Adam picks him up and says, oh, you know, Barbara,
3: Barbara picks him up.
2: Yeah.
0: Barbara picks oh, is it Barbara her who her picks up? him up? Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yep. So Barbara picks him up and he grows spikes out of him. He drops him. Uh, he says a bunch of nasty things and that's when a strip club just pops up out of nowhere. But yeah, so they, he goes into the end of the strip joint and Barbara's like, Adam, you created that? Like, no, uh, and Juno is not too pleased with the Maitland's. She's like, I told you to not summon him. And and, she, and you find out that she's the one who created the strip club to kind of to keep him busy for a bit. <laughs> it's just just nasty. This is
2: also one of the better the better scenes with the dead people too. What
3: about the football players the football and stuff? Football style. players? Oh yeah. 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 god. <laughs>
1: Where's the bathroom? Don't, it's like your coach I don't think I'm not your that co- crash. Yeah. Coach he survived. Yeah. but yeah, you think we should point out that Lydia's mad at I don't know. Yes, because yeah, they yeah, thought Lydia that Lydia
2: gets mad.
1: Mm-hmm. She has yeah. something to do with what Beetlejuice, Juice did. Yeah. Yep.
0: So we get Lydia the next scene is Lydia, she's writing a suicide note to her parents or to whoever uh, and the Deatlin or the Deatlands, the Maitlands are coming up. See when,
3: when you when you uh, were asking earlier about what the town was, I was trying to think of that scene of her writing the note because she writes the Winter or Winter River Bridge. Oh yeah, because she's right. gonna. Throw her. But I couldn't. Gonna, I couldn't think of what it was.
2: What What did she say? She's, she's, gonna, said she's not gonna jump, she's but gonna she's,
0: she's gonna. Oh, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, she had to like cross it out and like put like fancier words.
2: Yeah. yeah. So she's fancy.
0: So the mailers are coming up with a way to scare the Dietzes again. And we get great, more great stop motion effects. Oh, yeah. We get uh, Lydia finally meets Beetlejuice herself. And we get sh- the charades scene with Beetlejuice trying to get her to figure out how to say his name. Because he can't say his name. So he's and he's like, he's po- and they got the big beetle that's like, come <laughs> on. Look behind you. Hi, how are you? (laughs) How's
1: it going? (laughs) Yeah,
0: and it's it's Michael Keaton's voice, yeah, yeah. uh, coming out of the beetle. And then we get uh, the the juice pouring, and she can't get it. Oh Oh my god,
3: she's like, Beetle breakfast, (laughs)
0: Like, (laughs) orange. Orange?
2: I know, it's like, really,
0: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, beetle drink.
0: And this is what, well, this, and this is the first time we actually see. Beetlejuice in his iconic outfit um, because most of the, the other times we see him, he's in the trench coat or he has he's wearing. I love it. The first time we see him like fully where he mocks Adam's outfit, he's got a he's yeah. got this he's got big old story. He's got that big old beer gut. <laughs> yeah, so good. And right before she says his name for a third time, Adam and Barbara intervene and stop it and yeah,
2: so she's like I need to talk to Barbara
0: Charles gives a presentation uh, taking the town making the town into a ghost attraction the head man just wants to see some ghosts he doesn't care about anything else Otho starts a seance bringing Adam and Barbara back to the living are they dying again I think so so this is I think the callback right to the- so they're dying again so because they're being brought back and then they're becoming- yeah so they're going to be the souls of the lost or the exercise yeah. souls or whatever. That's the lost souls rule. Lydia gets Beetlejuice to help. And that's when you get the great. I love it when she says to see, and then it's that last one where he brushes his shoulders. I was like, it's showtime. So good. He takes care of the guests. And now, so he comes up and he's like the, the carnival attraction. He's got the big, <laughs> the big arms with the thing around his head. And he's got bats on his little hat there, which Just, I guess, a foreshadow to Michael Keaton then plays Batman the next year. I don't think directly. But he makes
2: a deal with her. He has to make a deal with her. Yes, so she has to marry him. Yep, he has. Yep, she has to marry him, and he will stop it. Yep.
3: Well, if he if he successfully marries someone, he's free from that. People having to summon him, right? Yes. Yes.
0: He's like able to do whatever he wants, which is not good. He takes so he takes care of the guests by doing the uh, hammer. What what is that game called? It's like a
1: test of strength game. Yeah, like, yeah.
0: So they have both the the rich city guy and his wife, first David there, and they're all oh, so happy. And then they both get sent through the roof of the house. Yeah. So good. And now it's wedding time because and it's great because like they all. The, the Ditas are all like together. They're hugging each other and happy, and that's when Beal just changes into his really bad red, like tuxedo that he's got with the little floofies. It's
2: like mm. the seventies.
0: Yeah, and uh, Lydia has the uh, dress as the same color, and then she gets like dragged over to to him, and all these weird things are happening. Delia's sculptures are coming alive, which I love because it's more stop motion. You can't get yep. I can't get enough stop motion. I love stop motion. So good. And they t- they pretty much like corral the Ditas. They like one of them like wraps itself around Charles and sits him down. And then the, the thing that trapped uh Delia before against her house is the one that like wraps itself around her. Yeah. And then the chip in the fireplace morphs into like a doorway and what comes out, but a little alien man. Right. I just doesn't make any sense to me with the whole dead theme where the 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 priest is a is an alien. Okay. Um that was that was the only thing where I was like this doesn't kind of make sense to the theme but whatever. I'm for it. The mainland's try to say his name, but every time they try, the, he keeps throwing things at them. Like he would uh yes. she says his name, he throws a zipper, she unzips it, says his name, then he throws like a plate. Before yeah. that, he sends Adam to the miniature town like he shrinks him down and he puts him there mm-hmm. so Adam's gotta improvise so he hops in one of his trucks and I don't know how he can drive this thing it's a toy but somehow it's got an engine and it can go <laughs> and he drives this thing off of the off of the, the model and then Beetlejuice sends Barbara to the desert back to the desert where yeah. she corrals that sandworm <laughs> okay. yee
3: I mean she slapped it the first time. So yeah, the sandworm the sandworm saw thing. her
0: again, was like, Hell no. <laughs>
3: right. Saddle me up. Tell me where to go.
0: So Adam <laughs> so as the the preacher is about to say, like, I now pronounce you man and wife. Which it was funny. I love the whole thing where he's <laughs> where he's like, Do you take this woman to be your wife? And he goes to the he goes like Does the fourth wall break where he's like, Do I really want to do this? It's a big commitment. I don't know if I want to <laughs> I don't so know if I can. Do yeah. He goes back and he's like, yeah, 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 Let's move this along. And then he manipulates her voice, like yes. saying, like, this is the man I love and this is the only man I want to be with.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm Lydia Beats and I'm of Sound mind.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as everything I... is about to end, Adam crashes the toy car into Beetlejuice's foot. And, at, and then at the same time, Barbara comes crashing in, riding that sandworm like a horse and it (laughs) swallows Beetlejuice up. And the funny thing is, is she's on the back of the sandworm and like no joke. The next frame, she's perfectly standing next to Lydia. Like she wasn't (laughs) riding on this giant (laughs) worm. (laughs) Like, "Hmm, okay. And yeah, so the, the sandworm eats Beetlejuice and we then get the next scene, which is, I don't know what, how much does it tell you how much time goes by after the end After that, I I don't think so. So it's Lydia coming back from school. She goes to a private school or the local school in the area. Who cares?
3: An all-girls school or something.
0: Okay, sure. She gets home, and I guess Adam and Barbara her parents or pretty much act more like her parents than her own parents. And she gets a a treat since she got a I love how it's like she got a C in science and then Adam tries to be like the parent and is like you didn't do any better in science give this to her and it's her being able to float up in the air and dance and who shows up in the background as ghosts but the football team on the stairs right. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I can't sing any of the song because of youtube but it's a great song and that's and then the final scene of the movie is we're back in the dead rmv in the waiting room with Beetlejuice, as he at first sits between a magician's assistant, where she's cut in half, so one side of her is on one side, one side is on the other, and you know Beetlejuice, being Beetlejuice, he starts groping, groping the leg and trying to peek under the skirt, and that's when the the upper the torso part fucking slaps him, and he's like he gets all flustered. He goes to the next bench where he sits between the shrunken head man and. Uh, a native who probably caused that man to get his shrunken head and the the day he looks up he looks at his ticket it's like four million something it's a huge it's number
2: not, it's nine something oh, is nine it? trillion or it's, it's a, a lot of
0: huge numbers. number and he looks up and it's only a three <laughs> and he looks over <laughs> at the native guy and it, it's, he's got the four and he tricks him into getting it and that's when uh
1: did you cause this
0: yeah like that's good work. And then he,
3: oh, look! I'm up
1: next.
0: I, I love it though it oh,
1: is. Yeah. yeah,
0: and he he sprinkles some. The native guy sprinkles some dust on Beetlejuice's head, and we get the really, really. I think this is probably one of the worst effects in the movie because oh, you yeah. could see the the green the green screen of his head <laughs> tricky, But it's so good. He's like, ah! he, 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 he's like, oh, this might be
3: a better look for me. I think I can pull yeah. this look off. <laughs>
0: and that. Everybody is Beetlejuice. Ah, oh, what a great movie. Love I love it so much.
3: It's like, I'm so glad that's over. Great,
0: great spooktober movie. Like I oh, said, this no. is a spooktober month for, for the channel here. This isn't uh, scariest movies we've ever seen, uh, but it's our favorite movies to watch during spooky season. Next week, we're going to be talking about the 2008 movie, The Strangers, starring Scott Speedman. What a name. I don't and, know who the hell that is. And He's Liv Felicity. Tyler. He, oh. he he was in the Underworld movies with Kate Beckinsale. Oh.
2: He's best known for Felicity. No. Been something.
0: So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. After that will be my movie, which I'm not going to tell you yet. We'll tell you in the next episode. Oh, be... And then, like I said, for the last week of the month, we're going to have a special guest talking about a movie that is one of my favorite Spooktober movies. So I had to pick another another movie that's my favorite because the movie we're talking about with that person is one of my tops. So I get two this month. Yeah. That's cheating, dude. It's not cheating when when this person just, like, you know, has good taste, okay? (laughs) Oh, boy. Also, we're going to be doing TV reviews this month. Chucky comes out on October 15th, which is on a Friday, so we're going to be doing short... Unedited reviews on every episode of Chucky. Also, there is a new show that just came out called Midnight Mass, which is the new show by uh, Mike Flanagan, who did Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor. He just came out with a new show on Netflix, so I would love to watch all those. And if you guys want to watch it, and we can do a quick review on that show, because that looks pretty interesting. But yeah, we're going to be doing some TV reviews this month, which is going to be fun. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. I don't want to go into a huge rigmarole like I did last episode because it just adds more time and I have to edit these and it takes a while. So I hope you all had a good time watching. Like I said, make sure you like comment and subscribe on the YouTube channel links for everybody here are going to be down in the description. Uh, make sure you check out the podcast on all podcast services. They are available every single Friday. Thank you for all the support that you give to this channel uh and make sure you subscribe to the YouTube so we can get that hundred subs we need our URL the URL it is did. too long you can't find us we need we're those subs at people. The, bottom of the pile dude. listen we're not getting any money out of the subs on YouTube this is not this isn't twitch okay it's free just click the sub that's true that's click true. it. click it all right Make sure to, if you want to uh, have any input on next week's episode, or if you want to, any comments or anything, watch the movie. All right, our opinions on these movies are our opinions. Make your own opinions. Yes. Go watch these movies. Create your own opinions. Um, go watch other shows about people talking about the same movies we talk about. Because why so that's, many? Why so many? What? Why?
1: Why, why have forty three people watched the Jurassic Park three episode? I don't know, man. On, on people YouTube. love
0: that Jurassic Park three. I
1: guess like these guys had' gotta have an opinion. Let's see what they gotta say about it. hundred
0: percent all right, everybody. I am Brett Parker. that's DNA gaming somewhere down there, and that's Adam Parker. We are dissect that film. Have a wonderful week, and we'll see you all next time. Bye, bye. bye.